0: Call it 209 till infinity, friend The party don't stop, the party don't end Now let's let the episode begin What up, what up, what up Welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast And like the song said, let's kick this party off and kick it off right now, to my left is my man who needs no introduction. He's the host of the party who kicked off this function. Get up on your microphone stand and tell him who you am, my friend. What up, what up? It's your
1: boy, Savage O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Old Dirty Savage. Yep. A.K.A. Savvy Davis Jr. That's right. A.K.A. The Oracle. Hell yeah. A.K.A. Big Nasty. Yes. A.K.A. Scotty Frisco.
0: Shall I go on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) If you got more, do Do, it. Do I have more? Yeah. You talking about the hip-hop Mandalorian? This is the way. It is the way. Absolutely. I was talking about the hip-hop Mandalorian. How did you know? Well, (laughs) because this is the way, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. How about
1: you? Well, in this uh, 209 to Infinity Studios 2.0. Yeah. No, it's looking good, man. When we recorded last, I told you, like, when you come back, Studio is gonna be look a little different. Yes, and I did
0: not lie. No, you did not lie. I put a lot of work in. It, it, it's shifted. It's more spaced out. It's more roomy. It feels a little more comfortable. I've got a, uh, a much more comfortable chair now than I than I had in the past. I nope. was sitting on one of these bad boys before. Right? You've
1: been in that one for a little bit. Have I? Ever since I got the gaming chair, remember?
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. It like... just didn't
1: feel as comfortable because you were cramped.
0: That could be what it was, man. Now I can like, uh, it's not good for the mic, but I can lean way back and then I can bring it back in, but that's not good for recording. No, so it's I not. I won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> now. now now you have no excuse to knock anything over. No, you're there, not cramped. We there's yeah. No, I got. I can I, look. People can't see me, but my arms are spread out. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, that scene in Titanic where he's standing on the bow of the ship and he's. The wind is blowing through him and the girl's hair. You, Near, far, wherever you are. Here in Ceres, California, we just raised the bar. Oh, I dropped some you, bars on you
1: right there, boy. You, you kind of started like Titanic, then shifted slowly into shy. Yeah, I did. That I was, did. An, yeah. <laughs>
0: was a set point. It's more natural for me. Celine's not really in my yeah. wheelhouse. You were like, near, far
1: will always be my friend. I
0: was like, whoa, whoa. Sank the ship, it's true. Ah, I took it to the Titanic. You you did, you went back. So, hey,
1: uh, (laughs) Studio 2.0, we got a little more room, did some rearranging, got some new furniture in here. Looking real Uh, nice. Changed up a little bit on. I still got my my uh, my Giants wall, but then uh, I made a Godfather wall. Yeah, it looks amazing. man. I, yeah, man. So I appreciate that. We still got Robin up. He's behind still my yes. my eye, my eye, my eyesight. The 209
0: right eye mascot always oh. watching us. Oh, he
1: is, man. He's just, he's a constant reminder. Yes, if you sir. Will. Yes, sir. Uh, so last episode we had a little thing I like to call uh, Eminem. You say?
0: Yes, that's and right.
1: Yes, right. And we had we had a discussion about Eminem, and uh, we, I, as I said, we had multiple people ask us about the Eminem episode, and right, when was that right. coming? When yeah. was it happening? And, and uh, we got some feedback. Also, you got something you want to say. I also have something I want to say after right. listening to the episode, and then going, yes. you know, just. I'll I'll will be honest with you. The last two weeks, I've spent more time listening to Eminem than I have in twenty years.
0: Yes, agreed. So, absolutely, absolutely. So
1: why don't you go first? With uh, it sounded like you want to get on yourself about something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, oh, yeah, It's my, fair- my mic. My mic's starting to creaky, creaky. I need yeah. to say W WD. <laughs> get out that WD forty. Welcome to the horror podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, it's all good, man. These, these are the things that happen when you're live, baby. We're live. Mm. Here we go. It's true. It's true. Yeah, you just never know what's going to pop up. That's true. Um, yeah, you know I, I, You know, you know this. I, we've said it on the show before. I enjoy this. I look forward to the episodes as much as anybody else.
1: Yeah, we're like the uh, hair club president for men. Yeah. Not only
0: are we the president or clients we're also clients yes we're also fans 100 i i you know i look forward to monday as much as any of our diehard hardcore 209 pod squad does i, I love it man i because we record it and then you know i have a week to forget about it so I, i'm curious to go back and kind of hear how we sound because we're doing this off the cuff it's live we don't go back and edit and change or fix things if anybody was ever curious about that once we hit record, we go. And what's on there is on there. There's no, go, I didn't like that. Let's take that out. Let's snip this up. Let's change this. Let's go back in and re-record this. That's the episode. What you hear is what we did that day. So we did our top 10 Eminem list. And I'm running it back like I always do on my way to work. I got a 45-minute drive to work. So I can get a majority of the episode in. And we get to where we're digging in on our top 10 Eminem tracks. And it's very rare very rare when I listen to an episode that I'm like what the fuck did I say like oh my god I was like and clearly on that episode I was on one I don't know what was wrong with me but I was incredibly hard on the Marshall Mathers LP like and I that's my second favorite Eminem album but when you listen to that podcast you would have no clue zero clue that I enjoy that album as much as I do I at one point said You know, uh, because I really love the Eminem show. That's clearly my favorite album. I made that clear and that's true. And maybe I think I was trying to show how much I love that album. But I was like, you know, I know a lot of people love the Marshall Mathers LP, but it's not even close. It's not even in the same vicinity. It's not even in the same ballpark. And that's not true, there's a lot of arguments to be made for the Marshall Mathers LP being the greatest Eminem album and 99.9% I think of stands feel that way about that album. And then later on I I told the story about how uh, he didn't have uh, Will The Real Slim Shady Please Stand Up and he didn't have I Am What I Say I Am on that album originally. They sent him back to the drawing board to get more singles and he put those albums on and I was like oh my god can you imagine that album without those songs? I basically said something like, it wouldn't even be worth listening to. Like, right. you can't even, it, 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 it would be, in uh, not so many words. I basically said it was awful. Like, and I painted a picture that like, I don't like that album. And it's very rare when I listen to a podcast, I was like, Bill, shut the fuck up. Like what, really? you like, no, I, my favorite Eminem album is the Marshall Mathers LP Uh, excuse me my favorite is the Eminem show number two is the Marshall Mathers LP that's my second favorite Eminem album you would not know it listening to that podcast that we dropped with our top 10 Eminem songs I was very hard on the uh, Marshall Mathers LP that is and I am sorry that is a phenomenal album I don't know what was wrong with me that day except that I was excited and really wanted to express my love for the Eminem show but I did it by bashing the Marshall Mathers LP. I was rough on that album. And it's a, that's a great album. That is an incredible album. And I'm just, I just was, uh, you know, I don't know. I was stupid that day.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. And and, and, and I want to um, just be honest. Like, there are several times where I, I'll go back and I'll listen. And I'll be like, yeah, that's not really what I meant, or it didn't come out how I was thinking. Right, you know what right. I mean? And that's sure. and that's part of uh, that's part of what you got to deal with when you're doing it, how yeah. we do it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, very rarely is it to the point where I'm like, okay, I definitely need to address this because yeah, that's yeah. not what I meant. Right. It's very usually. Right. It's usually like, yeah, that's not exactly what I was saying. But nobody said anything about it. Right. I mean, right. maybe somebody was sitting in their car and be like. Phew. Savage, you are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the majority of our people talk. Yeah, exactly. You are incorrect. That's sir. the voice. Yes. I like it.
0: Mm, I want to yeah. meet that person. Mm,
1: savage, <laughs> like, I got to be honest with you, buddy. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's get them
0: on the show. No, I'm but, not but, but
1: when I was listening, and, and I, when I was like, when you t- said it right now, yeah. I knew exactly what you're talking about, but I didn't know that you were as big a fan of the Marshall Mathers LP as you are obviously so when you said it I didn't realize that it was that much of a um discretion right? you know what I mean yeah. you were wrong so yeah you
0: wouldn't know it listening to that episode you'd think I, I was not a fan of that album at all and that's just not the case I, I it's not as good for me as the Eminem show the Eminem show just bangs to me from start to finish it's Eminem's finest work but that being said the marshall mathers lp i mean come on please stand up you know i stand i am what i say i am uh well is it criminal on criminal isn't that one on there that was one of your top ten right it is on my uh, top ten that's a that's a great song man yeah dude that's a phenomenal phenomenal album and uh did not deserve the the negativity that i threw at it in that episode man i was just ru- i went back i was like damn bill what's your problem man like mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. It, man.
1: damn it damn like- it i did notice that marshall mathers unfollowed us he did it's probably because oh, of that shit. maybe he'll follow us back next week. eminem ahead. huge fan of the show yeah <laughs> huge fan of the show so i uh, i wanted to say something about my portion of that show okay and i didn't say anything wrong that i know of or that i noticed but right, right. um Going back after uh-huh. something you said and then hearing some feedback from other people. Right. I went back and I listened to Superman again. Yeah. I just went by Superman when I was going through this because I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah sure. But I hadn't really listened to it right, right. in a long time. And you were like, man, I'm surprised Superman's not on there for you. Like yeah, I yeah. felt like that would be a savage track. Right. And uh, to be honest with you, I haven't listened to Superman since I went through my thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm not gonna lie, as the kids say, that one hit a little different.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure.
1: And I'm not redoing it, but if I was going to redo it, Superman would probably get into the top 10.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: But, what's done is done. Correct. So, uh, he's my 12th man, or 11th
0: man (laughs) off the bench. 12th man (laughs) off the bench now. Well, you know, and and we said it, that the thing about top fives and top tens is generally they're very fluid. You hear people talk about that all the time, like, oh, man, it's fluid. It's ever-changing. It's always, there's always new music coming out or or old music that you rediscover. So a top ten is really only a top ten for that moment. Right. Because obviously as you just discovered it can change like, like you know somebody points something out or you go back and revisit something oh dude i've been on a dr dre run like crazy and discovering you know some going back and rediscovering some m&m songs so like i was like oh that could have made the list or oh that was that's a good one i mean you pulled out old times sake Oh, time's sake. Ah, that track's insane. Right. The beat, the scratching, the lyrics, the Dre feature, everything about that song's phenomenal. I wrestled with that song. Right. And I regret not putting it on there because I've been bumping Dre lately and listening to that track a lot. And I'm like, that should have made the list. It deserved it. It would be on my list now because it's fluid and it changes. Right. So, uh, like I said, we had a little bit of feedback. Nice. I'm curious. And I'll be
1: honest with you. It was all positive.
0: All right. I and it.
1: uh it had sparked many uh conversations regarding Eminem and yeah, uh, yeah. you know the era of the music and things like that. Yeah. Uh so let me start off with the Mad Cyclone. Okay. He dropped his top 10 right. for us. Right, right. And this is let me tell you a little something I love about the hardcore hardcore like there's like a you know there's like pod squad people, right? Right but um we also have an executive branch you know what i mean sure you know what i mean we got the, the higher ups right oh yeah you you, you you know you got your uh, your mad cyclones you got your uh you, you got some you know apparently uh that guy's in here <laughs> uh you got you got your mad cyclone right you got your mad uh mariposa mall or AKA slowtown pimp yeah right you got your
0: oh you nasty that's what's up
1: you got your Oh hell yeah. That's yeah right. we got you got you got you got your executive branch up there, you know. Correct. Uh, so here's something I love about uh, some of the pod squad. He gave me his top ten and I got them listed right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then underneath, it says Bobby. Okay. He's got his Bobby Jackson. <laughs> He's got his guy off the bench, man. And I love that, dude. That's what's up. I love it. That's All right. what's up. So uh the mad cyclone his top 10 and one off the bench his one off the bench is superman nice okay. number 10 criminal okay number nice. nine shake that
0: mm, number eight
1: crack a bottle okay number seven cinderella man Ooh, i like that song good six quotes. say what you say okay five bitch please two four sing for the moment uh-huh three without me uh-huh. Two, The Way I Am. Uh-huh. And his number one Eminem track of all times, Till I Collapse. Number one. So that has... That, that was yours, right? Yes. That was... Uh, Maulers Yes
0: Right My so. sister Emily Who here's the power of Eminem I'm pretty sure she's never listened to the podcast I'm like 99.9% sure She's never listened We posted that video of us saying that and she's like Oh I'm gonna check it out I love Eminem I really love the new song Tone Deaf. I'm gonna listen right now And she got back to me And she's like that, we have the same number one till I collapse. Is my number one too? And I'm like, nice sis, sweet, love you. Great to hear from you. Love that track. Great track. Tone deaf's great too. Good to hear from you. So there, there you. There's the power of Eminem. When M em talks, people listen. When there's something related to Eminem, people get curious and check it out. He has a he has a draw and a power that's just different than a lot of artists. So your sister, yeah,
1: Emily,
0: Emily, yes, liked Eminem enough to listen to our podcast finally her own flesh and blood her brother i love you sis but i I don't think any of my families listen to the podcast so that's that's saying something right there that is very interesting (laughs) rapper's discretion
1: i'll allow it (laughs) Ding. And savage with the point. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, so she listened, man. Well, and then, huge. And, and then another thing I love uh, the Mad Cyclone threw in. He said his favorite feature that Eminem is on, but it's not an Eminem track necessarily, is "Forgot About Dre." Uh
0: huh. Right. Oh, classic. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Chicka
1: chicka chicka. Slim Shady. Yep. So I thought that was great. Uh, also, of course, the uh, inspiration, if you will, the wind beneath our wings. Yes, the Mariposa Mahler. Yes, the You slow... know that guy. You know that guy threw me his top 10ers, the Slow Town pimp. Oh, that's ha- that's what he does, man. Yeah. He's just he's a savage. Here we go. In order. Okay. Uh, let, let me just du- let me just double check this real quick if you will. Please. Right, take please your time. No, no. Please no. I just want to make sure cuz I don't want to get his list wrong. He said that playlist is from 10 to 1. Got it. Okay. So, I don't want to I don't want to read it wrong and no, no, have no. it wrong. I got you. His number 10. Shake That with Nate Dogg.
0: Boy, the Shake That getting so well, it's well. a club
1: banger, man. And if you're a drinker and a party, you're like, yeah. that's it. You know what I yeah, mean? You got the like,
0: ladies. <laughs> that one's you know? so silly. I've never felt it. But I know a lot of people love it. Number nine, Drug Ballad. Ah, okay. Okay. Off the off the Slim Shady open. Right.
1: Be. Yeah. Number eight, Without Me. Yeah. Number seven, Deja Vu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, Business. Oh, I love that song. Number five, Forgot About Dre. Okay. Number four, rock
0: bottom. Oh yeah. Yeah, good one. I got that on my list. Number
1: three, till I collapse. Okay. Number two, Die Hard. The Remember that's yes. the Dr. Dre song the that, leak, that the, the, leak. the leak from Detox that he sent to us when yes. we were doing the Dre. Like he loves that song. That is his absolute. like when he's in the gym, that comes on. Yeah. Okay. That's what he said. So okay. and his number one track of Eminem is Cinderella,
0: man. Wow. I really love that song. When uh, Recovery came out, I I did a lot of running. And when I would run, there was something about that song. Cinderella man, Cinderella man, Cinderella man. I would go when that song came on. Yeah. I, you know, that's another one that I could have, I could have been, had come off the bench. I don't think it would have been in my top 10, but I really, really enjoyed that song and then in, 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 in the Mahler threw this in he said
1: it should be noted that I could probably do a top 20 oh, yes. going back and listening you just realize just how good his stuff is and there 100% could be a b-side to this list and then I asked him, well, what'd you think about my list? And he said, Well, solid list, man. I think what was interesting about everyone's top ten is how personalized they are. It speaks to Eminem's diversity and his music for sure. Sure. Which Absolutely. I think is great because yeah. we just listed off four people's top ten. And there was some similarities. And there was also some stuff like, you know, this guy had drug ballad. I think I was the only one that had 25 to life. Yes. You great. know what I mean? Another great one off right? recovery. Yeah. Right. And then multiple of us had the way I am. Mahler didn't. Yeah. You know, and so like that just kind of does speak to that, like the difference of, you know, or, you know. Sure. And, and, and like I text you, I think I text you. Maybe I didn't. I know I definitely text this to um, to the mauler. I was taking care of something this week and I had to drive and I just, you know, and I know that the thing about music is especially in rap. I don't right. think this is that much like you could probably listen to 311 and Foo Fighters and things like that and I don't think they say things that necessarily dates the music. Right. In rap, right? Like I remember a song right now where DJ Quick is talking about his PS two in a car. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which now there's a PS five, so like you're like, man, how old is this song? <laughs> that song's on my Dr. Dre playlist. Right. and it came up, I'm like, ooh, PS two? Right. Damn. So, so <laughs> right, so there's things that date it. So like yeah. and, and that and, and especially I think that happens more in rap. And maybe it's just because I'm involved in rap. And if you guys are listening to other music, like I know, oh you nasty, you're a rock guy. Maybe they say things that dates them, but I feel like that only happens in rap more than anything. Oh, I, It has to,
0: it has to be, they're right? Whatever's the hottest thing at that moment, they're gonna talk about.
1: AKA, I sent this out when I heard this this week, how could one Chandra be so Levy? Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which is like, what was that, 20 years ago? The whole Chandra Levy, Gary Condit, that's very uh, topical, local here in the 209.
0: Hell yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, he, he, I mean, any reference, he makes so many references to Christopher Reeves Skis hitting Christopher Reeves, skis hitting some trees. Like, I mean, yeah, and that was Superman, but gosh, that guy's been dead for what?
1: Cursing at his players worse than Marty Schottenheimer? Yes, yeah, yeah. Who hasn't been a coach in like 22
0: years? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, off recovery, he makes a uh, Ben Roethlisberger comment about his because he was, I think there were some rape allegations or something like that. Like, yeah, you have to really have been in that moment to remember a lot of those things that date. But yeah, when rappers stunt, And they talk about, like, I listen to some old, like, 80s rap where they talk about, I pulled out my car phone. Like, oh, a car phone, huh? Oh, wow. So you could talk on the phone in the car?
1: My mom had a car
0: phone. Yeah, so did my dad. Cellular one, that big old block thing. (laughs) Yeah, dude, they were huge. Like... It looked, it looked like it took up your whole face. you hid your face behind it when you put it to your ear, but yeah. You remember when
1: Zach Morris had the big mobile phone in class? Yes. saved by the bell, like yeah. he's ordering pizzas and, yeah. he, you know, this
0: big old monster thing. Dude, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the kind of stuff that I, I really don't think in rock, it's very rare for them to be like, yeah, I'm wearing this, whatever's hot at the time, like the shoe or the hat or the clothes right. or talk about like, yo, know, you know, they might sing about things that are current. Like topics, news-wise, but they'll come about it in a different way, where it's they're not pulling it ripped straight from the headlines. That's what I was. I was. I was. I was was literally
1: trying to think about it. Like I I listen to several different kinds of music, and obviously hip hop is more than anything, but like I don't remember there really being any kind of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know? No.
1: Yeah. It's not. not, Sometimes I feel like I don't have a friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're not talking about something. Sometimes I feel like my PS2
1: won't restart. Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) That's a problem. It is. You know. But if you had a PS two in your vehicle back when the PS two dropped, you were the shit. If you had a PS two at all when it dropped, let alone you got one in your rig. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I was just thinking about that when I when I heard that, you know, how can one Chandra be so levy? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's so topical. Then I just start you know how it is rabbit holed in my head thinking about how all of these things that rap references stuff more than it's topical like you said they're stunting they are you know what I mean like yeah they're flossing right Papoose just dropped a new album yeah right I don't know if you got a chance to check it out or not
0: I I skimmed it I haven't listened to it in its entirety yet and
1: I I think it's in the first track on the album he says something about the PS5 and I laughed because 5 years from now or 10 years from now like yeah yeah I'm gonna feel like about that like i feel about dj quick <laughs> talking about the ps2 in the rig. yeah so.
0: dude it's it's uh and for anyone who says that eminem has gotten corny and cheesier in his old age how can one chandra be so levy it's an incredibly cringy cheesy line so for anybody that's like eminem didn't used to be like that eminem never had stuff like that no he did it was there it just may have amplified now a little more because he's a dad and he's older but then, you know, Christopher Reeves skis and hitting some trees, all that kind of stuff. That's a cr- another cringy line. Like, there are several times where I'm like, all right, Am, you want to leave Chris Reeves alone now? Like, that's enough, dude. Like, it, come on, man. He's He's gone. Like, like well, I, see,
1: that's the thing is that and, that, and then we talked about that a little bit too. Like, yeah. he just continues to, like, just dig up Jaw Rule, then, yeah. then bury him again and yeah. dig up, up Jaw ja still
0: alive. Like, once Chris Reeves died, I was like, all right, Em. he's like, alive but his career's not yeah correct like, you know oh, so. he, he murdered him yeah career wise but yeah, there was a few moments where with the Chris Reeves like once he passed dude he's got kids and and maybe this is the old man in me now but I sit around and go you know as popular as Eminem is you know somebody went to Chris Reeves' kids and I was like did you hear what Eminem said and I'm like that's gotta be rough Matt. that's and, gotta be rough and
1: I'll tell you this like I told you before we started recording the last two weeks I've probably listened to more Eminem than I have in the last 20 years right and you take that entire body of work and all the stuff that he has recorded and all the stuff that he's done is just in an insane amount of work right and all of the things that he has ever said the thing that this whole cancel culture is trying to get him on right now is ridiculous. Like yeah. all of the things he said, like we're we're talking he's talking about Chandra Levy and you know Oh yeah,
0: Sonny Bono, Christopher, people who are dead. Right? Like, just like just
1: <laughs> like things like and and, and, and Eminem was, was a guy, like he's very, very obviously a talented one of the, the great lyricists of all time, but his first album, the Slim Shady LP, was almost like shock factor. Like oh, absolutely. you know what I mean? Like he was saying yeah. things. So like all of these things that he said and then the one thing that that they
0: want to cancel him about is go ahead it's the line from uh what what's the song with uh rihanna the, way, I die. the, the, way, the you, way the way the you, way you lie die. like you, uh, now it's it. yeah yes love the way you lie with rihanna and it's the line if she ever tries to fucking leave again i'ma tire to the bed and set this house on fire boom you're gonna stand there and watch me burn you know But yeah, out of all Eminem's line, is that, is it a little rough to say that? Sure it is, but out of Eminem's entire body of work when there are songs where he's murdering his wife and putting his daughter in the car and driving her out to the beach to throw her in the water and look, there she goes. Mama just has a boo-boo. That's just ketchup on her shirt. You know, like she's just gonna go splash in the water a little bit. Hey, hey, you know, like, oh, and the song Kim, where he's just like screaming bloody murder at her and profanities and telling her how much he hates her. Like, and the... the shit he threw at his own mom. Like, any number of Eminem lines is way more repugnant and crazy than that.
1: Well, I'll I tell you what. First of all, the whole cancel culture, you know, there's been multiple people that have talked about it. Like, right. Dave Chappelle did a whole skit about the whole thing. Yes, and, yeah. That was know. a big
0: part of his uh, latest, the Sticks and Stones stand Right. Yeah
1: and I'll tell you this the one good thing that's come out of this yeah is there has been some very quality videos of like people making fun of millennials and cancel culture and all this stuff so
0: I, I kinda you know I always felt like we were too old for it but after seeing all these videos and, and all this stuff, I kind of feel like 209 needs a TikTok page. Like, I really do. I know we'd be the old guys on TikTok.
1: No, if you download TikTok and you watch videos, you will, we're not the old. There's literally like senior citizens who have TikToks. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Okay. I thought that was a young kid. I I, I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I finally gave in and, uh, and uh, downloaded it this week, actually. Okay. Because what was happening was like, I have several people and they would send me TikToks you know but and you can send them to whoever like i can send it to you on on messenger i can send it to you on text or whatever but then like it's a process to like rewatch it right right so you have right. to like cuz because I don't have the app so I can just see the video and then it like go and then it says download TikTok or whatever you can't go back so then I have to lock and I have to go back then I have to go back and click the link again right I was like all right man I'm just gonna download it you know what I mean and then so I've been messing with it this week I didn't make any TikToks
0: or anything but like yeah I think 209 needs a TikTok page because I'm seeing uh, a couple of people at my work that have them and have garnered massive followers like for videos that I'm just like, really, that's, that's what people are loving and digging on. Like, and maybe if we want to grow, you know, grow this podcast, maybe that's the route. I don't know. Who knows? But I, I've seen memes and heard people talk that if you're over 30, keep your ass off TikTok. So I'd always kind of heard that. And I'd heard that from people that I respected, like on Instagram, like artists and people that I respected, like, yo, if, if, if you're over 30, your ass doesn't belong on TikTok. But then I've been seeing, uh, Kato on the track and that's how he's selling his music. By creating these TikTok memes with these songs that he's done, and then they go viral, and then after they get their hit on TikTok, then people start checking out the song and downloading the music. And I'm like, maybe there's something to be said for that for our podcast. I'm like, maybe maybe we ain't too old, you know? Hell no. Maybe we're just right. You know, we're seasoned. That's what it is. Uh, We ain't too proud to beg. That's right. I ain't too proud to beg that's true man I, I want people to listen I'll beg I'll beg if it works man but yeah no going back to the cancel culture here's, here's, here's what I take away from that is you can attempt to cancel Eminem if you're offended you're offended the way I look at it is if you're offended don't watch if you're offended don't listen you know but why why we gotta cancel the motherfucker just move on you know like I, I, I get it <coughs> I get it but here's the thing if, if something is popular and something is creating revenue you're not going to cancel it. Like right. let, so, let's talk about like what have they canceled lately? Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. What kid has given a fuck about Mr. Potato Head in like the last thirty or forty years? My kids didn't have Mr. Potato Head. My kids are grown. Like nobody cares. Cancel Mr. Potato Head. No, it's not creating revenue. It's not popular. Pepe Le Pew. Did anyone care about Pepe Le Pew as a kid when the Pepe Le Pew moments came on on the Warner Brothers cartoons? I was like, nah, man. I'm gonna go click the channel. Like, I love Bugs Bunny. I love Daffy Duck. I, you know, as a little kid, you don't want to watch a skunk chasing a chasing a girl cat because he's in love. That's not what little kids want. We want the anvil getting dropped on somebody's head. And like, so yeah, go ahead, cancel that shit. Cause nobody cares. What What did they remove Aunt Jemima from the syrup bottle? Right? Like, there's syrup ain't going nowhere. Like, I don't care who's on the bottle. Like, I'm gonna drink the syrup. I get it. Like, but when you, Angie Mima's going to continue to make syrup. Like, they're just going to change their logo. Like, it's not, yeah, go ahead. Talk about canceling Eminem. There is a million stands out there that won't allow that. And there is a record label that, as long as they continue to profit off of him, the first time Eminem drops an album and it doesn't go platinum, it it doesn't go gold, it just sits there and goes wood. Goes wood. they They might consider canceling him. But until that happens, it ain't happening. You know, get the fuck out of here with that.
1: Well, uh, I, I tell you what, uh, before we close this up, again, shout out to the Mariposa Mahler. Thank you so much for the the pushing us on the m M&M. m Thank K- you to Mad Cyclone. I know that uh, Clorox Cleans, uh, he's in the process of making his list for me, Ooh. which I really want to get into because yes. I, I can't wait to get that because... I'm really interested to see what his look looks like because he's a little bit younger than us. Yes. So, right. right. I, I'm really interested, you know, and and obviously, like you know, like the Mahler said, like the diversity of what Eminem
0: does. I'm really interested to see that. So, I'm loving hearing the. Uh, I'm I'm loving the fact that Recovery is getting so much love on people's lists. Cinderella Man, uh, you had 25 to life. I love that because I feel like because Love the Way You Lie was on that album. And that's the album with what was the other I'm Not Afraid was on that album. That was considered the turning point where Eminem got off rehab and he went pop. Everything was pop. He was pop. He sold out. He's pop. He's pop. He's pop. He's pop. And so that album doesn't get a lot of love. That's a lot of people look at that album as the beginning of the end. And that's where the problem started. So and I have to admit that I loved that album. when it. I loved Not Afraid. I loved The Way You Lie. Like, I didn't have problems with those songs. I don't care if they blow up on the radio. I don't listen to the radio. So I'm not hearing it 50 times a day, you know? Well, so I, so for me, it was, I, I'm, I'm sad that I didn't go back and think about that album more. So good on all our people for doing that because that's a great album.
1: Well, let me tell you this.
0: Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Tran- well,
1: let me tell you this. We are now about to talk about a movie that yes. we have been waiting for for years. Many people have been waiting and waiting for this to come out. People have championed for it. People have begged for it. Um, a real integral part of our history. And it's finally here. Yes, And, of course, we are talking about Tom and Jerry. Yes. (laughs) We are? I have been waiting to watch this, and I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. You watched it. I did. Uh, Okay, on HBO Max. I did. Yeah, it's on there. It was good. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Okay. It was classic tom and jerry uh-huh it had an, an emotional aspect to it component uh it was good man i you know when you go into a movie like that like i've seen movies and i'm like eh it's kind of for the kids they're throwing a little bit of adult stuff in there right 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 it was good man i like uh i like uh colin jost from saturday night live right right uh you know uh homeboy oh god i'm blanking out right now uh, the Hispanic guy from Shooter.
0: Oh, I've never seen Shooter, so oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I do am about know. to cancel you, bro. Yeah, I know. Hey. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. I'll look it up. Uh, but he's in it. Uh, another, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, it, I was... It was one of those things I told you, like, when we were talking about um, movies coming up, like, I... I probably would not have gone to the movie to see that. Oh, I wouldn't have, yet. But yeah. But the fact that it's on HBO Max and for free because I have HBO Max, like, and it's in you know for thirty whatever, right? Like, okay, I'm paying attention. And uh, so, Colin Jost, Michael Pena.
0: Oh <sighs> yes, hell yeah, he's great.
1: Yeah. I yeah, Kim Kim Jong's in it. Oh okay. Um and King, then Ken,
0: Jeong? Ken is Jong Ken Jong,
1: Yeah okay he yeah. say Kim like no. Kim Jong Well maybe his wife's in it or I don't know <laughs> Um and then uh, let's see uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is
0: in it Okay yeah I know who that is yeah. She's in uh, She was in Badass right or,
1: Kick-Ass. Kickass
0: excuse me yeah 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 good movie
1: Uh so um anyway Tom and Jerry if you grew up watching Tom and Jerry you'll like the movie okay. I enjoyed it very
0: much it re- was very entertaining. I remember seeing the trailer, so what's the gist of it? Jerry wait, which one's the mouse? I didn't grow up watching, so I, I Jerry's the mouse. Jerry's the mouse. So Jerry's Tom the Cat. In a building. Tom Cat. And they want to get the mouse out of the building, so they decide to bring the cat in to get rid of the mouse. Is that the gist of the movie? It's a little more complicated than that, Bill. Really? A complicated Tom and Jerry movie, you say. I'm intrigued. Yeah.
1: Uh, Okay. So, Jerry is looking for a place to live, and he's seeing this, uh, he's got this big rat that is like a realtor. Okay. He's taking him to all these, like, janky places, and, like, Jerry's like, yeah, I'm not living here. Okay. And, uh... Do they talk? Uh, no. Okay. But... The rat realtor did, but not Jerry.
0: Okay, because Tom and Jerry still don't talk. Right. They, never, they never spoke. Right, right. Okay,
1: it was non-verbally.
0: Right. Oh yeah, nods and facial expressions. Yeah. Right. Um, and so
1: they go roll up on this big hotel. I don't know if it's a real hotel in New York, but it's basically like this massive five-star, right. the the New York hotel, you know, the like Plaza like, type, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And uh, so Jerry gets this idea, like, I'm gonna live here. Right. right and then but on the way to the hotel he screws over jerry breaks it you know in a uh, classic tom and jerry ensues right so they're chasing each other across the city uh-huh. and then so then tom tries to get into the hotel to stop jerry you kill him you know right, right. that's what cats and mouse you careful know, like,
0: you're gonna get canceled yeah i'm just saying
1: and uh and then, and then, so then there's, a, there's a lot of, components. it's really good, man. Like I really enjoyed it. Like it's not, you know, going to win awards or anything. Right. But I spent an hour and a
0: half and I wasn't bored. Right, right, right. So that's important. No, man. That's what's good. up. And it's on, I, I give it up to HBO max. They got a lot of content that has me excited coming up. I mean, uh, they got, uh, Kong, kong versus godzilla which is the one i'm really really stoked for and then we're supposed to be getting the matrix sequel coming up so i'm i'm absolutely on board for but oh and then of course the snyder cut of uh that's march 18th that's like around the corner when the snyder cut drops let me just so, tell you
1: this real quick like yeah. we we had a, a a a huge part where we really didn't have a lot of stuff right and the 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 hose is unkinked it's starting to come right yeah I can tell you right now, as, as an avid entertainment person, both movies and television, like March is blowing up. It is. For me personally, Walking Dead came back, Fear the Walking Dead is back. Oh sure. Or comes back um, soon. Okay. Um we had WandaVision, right. Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts next oh, week. Yeah, I'm stoked. The for that. Mayans is back. Okay. Which is the Kurt Sutter spin-off right. of Sons of Anarchy, I which is seen in that its one. third season, which is insane. It's super good. Right on top of that, we've got uh, all those things that you just listed that were coming. The Snyder Cut, right? Yeah, Justice League Snyder Cut. Yeah. Right. We've got uh, what do we got? The uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Kong versus Godzilla. The Matrix right? Four. Matrix Four. Now it's real interesting to see. Like we're close. We're pretty close to May. Right. Well, that Black Widow movie's supposed to drop in May. Oh, okay in theaters and they're, they're they're still that's pushing what for they're the actual that's what release. the thing yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen i don't yeah. know how that's gonna work i don't
0: know if california is gonna be clear to that point i don't know what that looks like i uh, i don't know either that's a great question i mean my little county we just got out of the what's the highest tier purple purple we just got out of purple back into red so i mean i don't know i yeah uh, we'll, we'll see We'll see. I mean, how far are we till May? What do we got? A couple months. Yeah. So or mid-March right now. Yeah. So, I mean, we're pushing through. I mean, I, I'm, I'm ready for that Black Widow movie. I mean, we got today's March 15th. In May, it'll be a year since that Black Widow movie was supposed to drop. So, in May, right? Yeah, yeah it was so supposed it to come out in May. Right. It, it was going to be the movie that like kicked off the summer, last summer. And then, nope. COVID hit, and that was the end of that. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back, and finally they just went, no, it ain't happening. And we're not giving that one to you streaming because no. they know it's going to make a billion dollars worldwide at the box office.
1: Well, I think that what happened was, and I don't have no, nothing to back this up, is I, I, does it, do you know what the, the kickback on Mulan was? Did they make money? Did they do good? Was the whole
0: uh, premiere thing worth it? Like- at $30, I don't... It, it wasn't... it wasn't well received by the critics or by fans so I haven't even watched it because, but I just mean not yeah. not the movie in general I don't but like know monetarily, the, pro-
1: the process of, monetarily you know. wise because I'm know. guessing if that would have killed yeah. maybe they would have dropped Black Widow they might
0: have because we're, they're doing it again with this Raya uh, Disney Plus has this Raya and the Last Dragon which is a animated CGI like feature Um and, and it's getting incredible reviews so people are saying it's one of the best movies the first incredible movie of 2021 it's You know, Rotten Tomatoes, 96%, something like that. It's supposed to be phenomenal. The trailer looks great, but I'm not spending $30 to watch it. I'll wait and then it'll be free on Disney Plus. Like, come on, Disney Plus already got my money. They're not going to get it again. Like,
1: well, and that's the thing, I think, like, when they were like, oh, when I first saw the trailers, I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah, And I was like, yeah, I'm not paying $30 to watch no, it. Same. And then they were like, in three months, it'll be available on Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. Or I'll wait. i just wait. I don't yeah.
0: care. And I waited. I still haven't watched Mulan no. because what everybody told me about Mulan was there's no dragon. There's no little Eddie Murphy dragon in it. And uh there's no music. Like It's, it's just basically a straight up martial arts flick, which I'm good with. But I don't know. I have se- I hold such a high regard for the original cartoon that I feel like there's nowhere to go but down. So I'm stalling on it. But eventually I'll probably get around to it. But yeah, thirty dollars. It, no. it kind of sounds
1: like your uh, Aladdin and Lion
0: King day. right? Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude. The originals are so good. It's just tough to top, man. No, like You're not gonna top it. But but I will say this: they put uh, had they put Black Widow up for thirty bucks. Well,
1: that's what I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah. if that doesn't happen, like like. I don't really want to pay 30 bucks, but maybe one of us can pay 30 bucks and then just watch it together.
0: Sure. you know. And I, mean? I think that's probably their biggest problem with this is that what's to stop you from having a watch party? Like, Hey, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, uh, you know, Mulan for 30 bucks, bring 10 of your friends over. We'll barbecue and make a part. There's no way to stop that. Like so right. for $30, 15 people just watched Mulan, you know, and you turned it into a party. So yeah, I, I don't know if it's if it's profitable for them.
1: I'll tell you this. Also, another thing I just remembered um, that I absolutely loved about Tom and Jerry was there was a lot of sneaky, topical humor. Nice. Just like kind of snuck in like very like casual for the adults. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were several like there was several times I laughed out loud.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: And then, you know.
0: Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Nice. So. No, that's good, man. Maybe I'll have to check it out on your recommendation.
1: I'll tell you what, like, again, don't go into it with high expectations. Right. No, take no, it no. for what it is. It's
0: Tom and Jerry. It's yeah. a
1: Tom and Jerry cartoon in a actual real
0: life they, setting. You they're know? in the real world. Yeah. yeah. So, absolutely. Take it
1: for what it is. But 2D
0: comes you know, into 3D.
1: Just the fact that I wasn't bored. Yeah. For an hour and a half. I said something. Yeah, it was, was entertaining. So it was
0: entertaining. Can I tell you something? I never thought in a million years we'd be talking about Tom and Jerry on the 209 to Infinity podcast. And well, we talk a lot of shit. Amen. But I'll, I never saw this one coming. I'll
1: tell you this. Yeah. If you said to me three years ago, Scott Savage. Yes. If you were a betting man. Yeah. Would you bet that you're going to talk about Tom and Jerry or Garth Brooks first? And I would have said Tom and Jerry.
0: You would have picked Tom and Jerry over Garth. Brooks. See, I wouldn't have because I, because we're music, because of the Southern hip hop and because of the the country Southern rock. We weren't even roots. really talking about that
1: when we started. No, three I years didn't. Ago. But if, if but if you'd asked, we didn't me even three know who Jelly ago, Roll was through years No, ago. but I'm
0: just saying it, it because we love music. If you'd have put Tom and Jerry and Garth Brooks next to each other and and said. Put a gun to my head and said, which one are you going to talk about first on the podcast? I would have probably gone Garth Brooks just because I know you and I are music heads. We're first and foremost hip-hop fans, but we also are music aficionados.
1: Man, the Tom and Jerry disrespect is heavy, (laughs) I don't like it. So when I first started with that intro, the movie we've been waiting for, Bill did not think I was going to say Tom and Jerry, which was kind of my plan, so I nailed it. You did. Uh, What he did think I was going to talk about was coming to America, America.
0: Yes. The sequel, which is out on Amazon Prime. 30 years in the making. It's been thirty years since the original coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. It is currently the number one movie in America. The number one streaming movie streaming? Streaming movie in the country. Yes, right. absolutely. Amazon Prime. If you have a Prime membership, you can watch it for free. And a lot of people apparently do, and a lot of people apparently did, because it is done very well. This is a movie that uh, this is another, you know, COVID holdup. This was done and supposed to happen like Uh, I think it was last, not this last December, but the December before they wrapped up filming and Eddie Murphy hosted Saturday Night Live for like the first time in 40 years. He hadn't been back since he was a cast member. And that was all happening. That was a huge deal, man. That was a big deal. That was an amazing episode of Saturday Night Live too. There aren't very many like the episode Chappelle hosted was great. There's a few others, but I I don't, I'm not in love with the cast on Saturday Night Live right now. That wasn't a phenomenal episode, but that was supposed to be the buildup for him promoting coming to america like he was he was going to do saturday night live and then um bring out coming to america and then he was going to start working on stand-up that was the whole deal and he's like corona just shut everything down i saw an interview with him where he's like yeah man i did that saturday night live and he's like and then basically the world stopped and he's like we kept pushing the movie back pushing the movie back pushing the movie back." And then finally they just gave it to us because people been so hyped for it and waiting for so long. I mean, cut the original coming to America is like one of those movies. It was a hit when it dropped and I think it was 88, it was a hit, but it has become this like iconic cult classic movie that like everybody quotes, everybody talks about, he Eddie Murphy said in an interview that none of my movies play on television. As much as coming to america coming to america has been on television since 1988 and never stopped he's like people dress up like coming to america for halloween there are restaurants that shut down and uh redecorate to be mcdowell's and they serve sexual chocolate milkshakes he's like he said it's taken on a life of its own and he's like and that's when i realized oh there might be something here for a sequel like and so they did it we got it 30 years in the making 30 years later wasn't thirty years in the making. But thirty years later we got coming to America. Well <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, good night. i did. yeah. I uh I don't know. Do you want to start? Why don't you start? Um, to quote, I watch a a hip hop video show I'm called, very interested to see how this goes. Yeah, I watched it I watch a hip hop video show called Dead End Hip Hop. I really love Dead End Hip Hop. They review albums and they review songs and uh, Mike, one of the guys on Dead End Hip Hop, when they reviewed uh, the Marshall Mathers, the B-sides, the music to be burned by the B-sides, he said, this album is super okay. And that's what I feel about coming to America. It's not horrible. It's definitely not great. It was just super okay. Like I was not like, it was the original movie, and this is unfortunately the plague that all sequels fall into. It's just the first movie over again. They just reversed it. Instead of going to America to find a bride, his son comes from America to find a bride. He comes to Zamunda to find his bride. It's the exact same movie, just flipped. And it wasn't as funny as the first one. Uh, it wasn't as fresh or original as the first one. It was. It was great. I felt it was great nostalgia to see everybody back because they brought everyone back. But I was just like, meh, it's okay. It's just okay. I
1: have got to be honest. Yeah. I did not know what you were going to say. Yeah. But I'm very happy that you said that. Okay. Because I was very curious what you were going to say because I know that coming to America, the original, Yeah. is a... You are a much bigger fan of that movie than I am. Yeah, I'm a fan. Sure, but you like you have spoke its praises multiple times. Right, about yeah, the yeah, yeah, To yeah. you. Uh, so for me, uh, I, I didn't. Is super okay. Is is a pretty decent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was.
0: Uh, I was a. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Like I was kind of bored. I checked out a couple times and was looking at I, my phone. Like I'm like, I know where this is going. That was the thing, is it was super
1: predictable. That that's it right yeah, there. Like yeah. like I'm I'm not joking and being funny right now. Yeah. I enjoyed Tom and Jerry more than I enjoyed this. Okay. Okay. And it was because yeah. I, I think this is why, is I didn't know what the hell was going on in right. Tom and Jerry, right? right? Like these Things are all over the place. Like, right, you know what right, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew every single thing that was going to happen in coming to America. Right. Every single thing. Like, I I was like, oh, this, okay. Like, three seconds into uh, his son... Getting his haircut, I was like, "Oh, that's the love interest!" Yeah, like right away. Like, and they absolutely. didn't even like. I was like, "Okay, I know where this is going. This is the
0: same thing. Here we go." When they first introduced you, spoilers. If you're uh, if you haven't seen the movie and you're interested, after this review, you may not want to watch it. But if you're planning on watching it, um, I would definitely, definitely click away right now and come back.
1: I will say this yeah. to give you time to switch away before you get any massive spoilers. If you watched the first movie and you enjoyed it, you should definitely take the time to watch this. Yeah, I, yeah, and and that's and that's to me that's it. Like I, my my initial thing I was gonna tell you was, uh, I watched the first one obviously. I watched the second one and um, and the uh, it was funny. <laughs> Side note, I'm gonna come back. Yeah, but uh, I now have a, a smartwatch. Yeah. And uh, it's the first time I've ever had a smartwatch, right? So I got all ready in the studio and, and I muted my phone. Yeah, but apparently, I need to mute my watch.
0: <laughs> I just I thought Because I was like, what
1: ding, Bill? Come on, <laughs> oh, that was me, that's me, that's on me, my bad. <laughs> and that's how you know we're live and there's no editing, yeah. <laughs> so I need to uh, figure out how to mute my watch now. Yes, there you go, <laughs> I'll do that in between
0: shows. Hell yeah. Um but uh, stunting with that watch, you oh, know, when somebody yeah. listens to our podcast 10 years from now, they're gonna be like an Apple watch. What? Uh, first of all, it's a Samsung oh, Galaxy me, watch. Samsung we don't roll watch. Apple
1: up in here, yeah. But, yeah. My bad. My uh, bad.
0: no, uh, but
1: um, when I was, wa- I was, I if you watched it and you enjoyed it, you should definitely watch it. But my sure. original, my original thing was that I was gonna tell you when we were going over our review was like. I'm glad I watched it, and we were going to talk about it. I'll never watch it again. No, neither I'll will I. I'll never go back.
0: No, no. Super okay. And like I said, I probably... <laughs> Super okay. Yeah, it's the. I love that description. It that sounds like a valley girl to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a great description, though, because that's what it was. It was like, they, they. you could see that they put the effort in there. I mean, my God, the, the elaborate outfits, the musical numbers... The uh, bringing back every single cast member and then adding new ones like new comedians, Tracy Morgan, um, Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's insane that a Wesley Snipes has a funny little role, but they pulled out all the stops, but they just weren't able to put it all together very well. The presentation wasn't was there, but, you know, it, it. it, it it looked good, but it just wasn't. I don't know. It just didn't it didn't work. Like I I wanted it to. Like I really wanted it to. Like it's it. Like I said, it's a it's a great nostalgia piece. You go. Oh look, there's Arsenio, and oh look, there's Eddie Murphy back playing the King of Zamunda. Oh man, James Earl Jones, he's still alive. Good for him. And there's his wife from the first one. We wondered what she was up to. Now now we know. In in, in this is. And this is the thing, and, and and
1: I I feel bad saying it, but, like, you know when someone just, like, they're typecast, they play a role? Yeah. And you just... Yeah. I've seen this before, right? Yeah. yeah. Tracy Morgan was boring to me. He like, was... He's a,
0: wasted. He's, he's the same thing in every movie. He was wasted. They gave him no funny dialogue. Like, I didn't care about the fact that him and Arsenio clashed like Arsenio's character Simmy and him didn't get along and they were arguing and then all of a sudden they did at the end of the movie like I didn't care I didn't care
1: I'll get I'll give you a couple things I did like a okay. couple yeah, positives. yeah uh, yeah I got some too uh I liked uh Trevor Noah yeah uh do run doing like the little Zimu, ZNN Zamunda news Network Yeah.
0: that was great to see him uh, with I like to
1: see him in there yeah. um I thought that uh what is uh the son's
0: name? Oh, I don't remember. So Eddie honest.
1: Murphy's son. Yeah, the, the, his, the, his bastard child. His bastard child. Which they, they refer to him, to as, him as, as the, the bastard. bastard child. That was so one of the thought. funnier moments. Um, the person he ends up falling in true love with yeah. is his barber.
0: Yeah, she's the, like the royal hairdresser. Royal hairdresser, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And
1: uh, she is smoking cute.
0: Yeah, she was a great actress, too. Great actress. I, I think they, they should have given her more to do.
1: Uh, really, really good. I don't know if she's just playing a character or if she's got some African...
0: I'm not sure. If yeah. she
1: does, then let's
0: get her in Black Panther too, please. And that's the thing. I, have you been hearing that a lot, that Zamunda was the original Wakanda? That There was no all-black well, movies. It, you know the thing
1: about this, too, is I was thinking, too, is like... I felt like I've seen this movie. right? It's a little bit of coming to America. It's a little
0: Lion King. It's a little... oh, a ver- They stole, they straight up stole a plot from the new, uh, not Lion King, Aladdin. Right. The daughter who's been trained and bred her whole life to rule, right. but she can't rule right. because it's the that's laws exa- That's of exactly the country. what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's that, Aladdin, that new Aladdin movie. And I thought, the same thing I thought about the new Aladdin movie, they didn't focus on that enough in the new Aladdin movie. The daughter who could kick ass... And take names and should have been the king and should have been ruling Zamunda after her father passes. That kind of brushed her aside for the romance between the son and the barber. Like initially, and here's what I thought, and I think it would have been a better movie. When it first started and they introduced us to the daughter. Great beat. They introduced us to the daughter and showing her fighting and kicking her dad's ass with her sisters. And her wanting to rule and being prepared and prepped her whole life to rule. They introduced her and then all of a sudden he's got to run off to America to get a son. And when he first comes back with the son, I'm like, aren't they going to do like a DNA test? They're just like, yep, that's him. Let's bring him back. That's the kid. I thought, you know what's going to happen? He's going to fall in love with the daughter and it's going to be really weird. But it's going to be okay because they're going to find out that's not his son. And she's going to rule with him at her side as as someone she actually loves. I thought... Okay, I can see where this is going, but that might be cool. As soon as they brought the barber in, like you said, I was like, oh, no. He's going to fall in love with the barber. Bill, I would have rather watched that movie. I do. That's what I'm saying. I hate when I write Whoa, is it incest? No, it's not. It's okay. 23 and me. I thought that's what it was going to be because, like, I thought she was going to have to train him to be the new king. And she's going to be pissed about it the whole time because she's like, I got to train this idiot. I'm the guy. I'm the person who should be doing this. But as she trains him and grooms him and gets him ready, she's going to start liking him. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? And then they're going to realize that he's not a kid. Because that was my whole thing. I'm like, okay, he's got an illegitimate child because he was drugged and had sex with Leslie Jones. And he just goes they go into the barber shop and they're like have you seen this kid and they're like yeah he scalps tickets over here and they're like there he is get him in the car let's go and they take him back to Samuda like that quick like nobody questions it nobody's right. like uh are you sure about this like- well the, the thing that's funny too is like when
1: he came in to the to uh to the house right um in in Queens yeah they were like that ain't your daddy yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Oh no, 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 that's that's him." Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's was like, oh, right, well, they're letting it up. Like, well, maybe this really isn't his. Kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just assumed, like, you know, well, he's a king, he's rich, yeah. And yeah. He had gold bars, and his, you know. Right. Okay, we're going.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what changed everything. And Leslie Jones was just like, "Oh, it's my African." Like she kind of, kind of had a little vague memory of him. But yeah, it was just like super predictable. Uh, nothing new, nothing special about it. What I did like was. The same thing I love about the first one. Um, I love the fact that the guys in the barber, barber shop were back. All, obviously, all those characters are played by Eddie Murphy and Arsenio. Uh The makeup job is incredible. I mean, and you know, since the first, since the first coming to America, we've seen Eddie Murphy play uh, him dual roles in Bowfinger. We've seen him play a whole family twice in The Nutty Professor. Uh, Norbit. He plays multiple characters in Norbit. So we've kind of seen this. So. It, what was incredible in coming to America is now a little bit like, oh, it's Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters. It's not as special, but I still, it was great to see the the guys in the barbershop again. I told Amber, I said, are those dudes like 113 now? Like how, they were old 30 years ago in coming to America. It was great to see him. And obviously they bought Randy Watson back and sexual chocolate at the end, like sexual chocolate, like classic. Uh, it was great to see those moments were great, but overall just super Okay.
1: The, the other two things I was gonna say that I liked was, um, and this is, this is me just genuinely liking this person. Yeah, it was good to see Wesley Snipes. Yes, I like Wesley Snipes. I've always liked Wesley Snipes. So good to see him. Yeah, you yeah. know. And, and uh, the other thing that he I had
0: fun with that character. No, 100. Yeah.
1: And that, and you could tell.
0: Yeah, he was enjoying it, it. it.
1: was so. It's that's not really something you've ever seen Wesley do. No. You know, uh, the other thing that I enjoyed was uh, the. Humor based around the subtle product placement like right. with the friskies, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, lion, yeah.
0: and yeah, like, yep.
1: I thought that was funny. Like, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that.
0: My biggest, probably one of my biggest disappointments, was they didn't bring Eric LaSalle back, or if they did, I missed it because they brought everyone back from the original, including the two girls from the first one who rapped when they right. were on the blind date, came out at the end and did their rap when Randy Watson and Sexual Chocolate were singing. But bring back Eric LaSalle and, and put him in a fake uh, jerry curl. He's still got the jerry curl, and now he's lonely. That would have been hilarious to see him come back. I was really shocked. Like, I don't know if he was just mad and didn't want to do it or didn't like the script. I haven't heard, but I was really shocked since he's still around that they didn't have him pop up in a cameo. Like, hey, man, like, still leaving stains with his jerry curl somewhere. Like, but, um, yeah, man, it, it was just... You know, I would say if you're a fan of the first one, check this one out just for nostalgia reasons alone. It's fun to see what everybody looks like and check back in with the characters, but don't expect an original story. What kind of disappointed me was, you know, Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther Uh and Michael B. Jordan, who was Killmonger in Black Panther. Ryan Coogler, a few years back, I saw an interview where he said, I went to Eddie Murphy. And he said, I want to do a coming to America sequel, but I want Michael B. Jordan to be your son. I want to write it and direct it. I want Michael B. Jordan to be your son. And I want Michael B. Jordan to be in your shoes now. He's got to go to America to find a bride because he's been tied to someone that he's not in love with. So he wants to do what his father did and go to America and find the love of his life like his dad did. And then he'll go to America and he'll meet the guys in the barbershop. He'll meet Randy Watson. He'll run into all these crazy characters that are played by you. And you know, what's funny. He said, Eddie Murphy said, man, we did that already that's we did that movie except it was me and now what you're doing is taking me out of the picture and and having to be michael b jordan he's like we want to do something different well no they didn't do anything different they did the same damn movie except that the son came from america to africa and then realized he didn't love the woman he was supposed to be marrying to and wanted to marry the barber so i would have rather seen michael b jordan i mean he's phenomenal man (laughs) i'll
1: tell you this here's my final take yeah on this movie okay or eddie murphy yes it has been rumored that eddie murphy really wants to return to stand-up comedy yes
0: that's the rumor
1: i hope he brings it better than he brought it on this movie
0: yeah well did you see dolomite no dude you talked about it you spoke highly of it was in my whatever year that dropped that was in my top five movies that you want to see wesley snipes kill it wesley's in that one you want to see funny but a great story, a true story. You want to see Eddie do his thing like dramatically and comedy? That's the movie, dude. That movie is Was he Snipes still paying off his taxes. He got he, went to, he, clear? he went to jail for prison, a while. So yeah, he went to prison. So, um, I don't know, but I, I know he's loving this resurgence thanks to Eddie Murphy, like bringing him back. But I like Wesley, he should have been. Nominated. Wesley should have been nominated for something in that movie, and Eddie Murphy as well. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie, dude. I highly recommend you watch that.
1: If anybody, I Oh is... dude. I gotta watch Tom and Jerry again.
0: Okay, fair <laughs> enough. If, if anybody <laughs> is super disappointed in Coming to America and hasn't seen, um, Dolomite hasn't seen Dolomite is my name. Go watch. Don't don't let that defer you from what. Don't let it sway you because Dolomite is my name is phenomenal. And as far as the stand up. Did you see Eddie Murphy when he got up and riffed? Like he freestyled comedy basically uh, when he got the um, Mark Twain award. No. He gets up and he riffs on Bill Cosby. He gets up and goes, you know, the thing I love most about this award is that generally they give this to you either when you're really old or you're dead. So for me to still be looking like me and get this award is amazing because they gave this award too and he lists off. Richard Pryor and they get, he, Lily Tomlin. He lists off all these legendary comedians, and then he goes, and they gave it to Bill. And he goes, oh shit! I said Bill Cosby's like, did y'all take his award away? He's like, you know, you fucked up when they take your trophies away. They take your trophies, and then he goes into this whole rant where he does a Bill Cosby impersonation, and Bill Cosby's mad at Hannibal Burris, and he's just, and it's genius. I'll find it, clip the video up, and I'll post it to our Instagram page, but. He has that crowd in stitches, like if it was 1989 and it was Raw or Delirious. Like, it's crazy. He he still got it. He still got it.
1: So the official 209 till Infinity take is that coming to
0: America is... Super... Super... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't co-sign it. I, w- I won't give it the 209 co-sign. I will say if you're a massive fan of the first one... Check it out for nostalgia reasons, but I don't. You didn't hear me tell you it was an amazing movie. It's just super okay.
1: And Savage's official take on Tom and Jerry. You giving is that it, the is if, if, is if you enjoy Tom and Jerry as a kid, like you enjoy the antics that are Tom and Jerry, right? I give it the cosign. Like it's fun. It's entertaining. I had a good time. I wasn't bored. I watched it after I watched Coming to to America, right? But. uh Again, you're not winning awards, but if you take right. it for what it is, it's entertaining, man. I had a good time. Yeah. If you like Tom and Jerry, check it out.
0: And Colin Jost in both. Colin Jost is good, man. He pops up in that. You remember his cameo in Coming to America when uh, the, when uh, Eddie Murphy's son is trying to get a job? I do. Right out the gate in the beginning. Yeah, that's that's probably lot. one of the funnier scenes in that yeah, movie, That too. is one of Colin is kills it on the news at SNL. He- Colin, Colin's about it. You know yeah. who he's married to, right? Him and Shay. He's married to uh he's married to a black widow, isn't That's it? right. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Yes, yes. They sure.
1: make fun they make fun of him all the time on the Weekend Update. Yeah. Yes, like, they do. You know cuz you're,
0: you're Scarjo. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, man.
1: Well, there it is, man. Uh super okay. Yeah. I love that quote. Hope you guys take the 209 Till Infinity podcast is better than super okay. That's right.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Dead End Hip Hop. I stole that from them, but I just love that. I think it's great.
1: Uh, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for all the feedback on the Eminem episode. For sure. Uh, let, if you watch this movie and you disagree with us or you agree with us, let us know what you think about either Please. of them. Uh, I'd like to know if you guys uh, what you guys think about coming to America or Tom and Jerry.
0: Please. Absolutely. Let us know.
1: We want to talk about about it we want to uh as uh m- my boy dj billy y- 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 a said a long long time ago
0: let's start a conversation yes sir and and we have been for yeah. o- over two years yeah lots of convos yes, hell uh, yes dj
1: billy a do me a favor take us the heck up on out of here
0: in the immortal words of my man george clinton anything good is nasty but it ain't good unless you play with it so go out there and have some fun my people and until the next time We'll see you in the 209. See y'all. I can be your Superman.